0: What's up, guys? I'm Jake Savage, and welcome to the Persuasion School podcast. Today, I've got an episode that I am really excited about. I had a chance to sit down with an author that I love. He's written a handful of sales books, best selling sales books. His name's Mike Weinberg. I've been following this guy for maybe a year and a half or so on Instagram, and finally, maybe six or seven months ago, I reached out asking if he'd be interested in jumping on the podcast, and he said yes, which I was very grateful for. He's a very knowledgeable guy. He's been a sales consultant for, I think, 10 years now, I believe he said, and he is dropping some wisdom on today's episode, which I am looking forward to sharing with all of you. We basically talk about how uh, old, in, in this episode, I broke it down into three different episodes, but this first one, we discuss how old school sales principles are not dead. There's just a lack of execution on the basics when it comes to a lot of salespeople today. So Mike goes through some of those basics and how utilizing those can help you be more effective as a salesperson or more persuasive and effective as a fundraiser as well. Also, if this is your first time, here, a little bit about me. I'm a salesman by trade. I've been selling for 13 years now. The first chunk of that, about seven years off and on, I was a door-to-door salesman. So I knocked on about 100,000 doors from high school, throughout college, after college, up until my transition to Base makers, which is a startup in the food and beverage industry. We're an outsourced sales team for emerging food and beverage brands. So we have a ton of fun. Uh, We've had a ton of fun building that up. It was an Inc. 500 company last year. We just made it again this year, which we're grateful for. So I spent all my time training people how to communicate more persuasively. As a sales trainer, and I'm also personally passionate about helping nonprofits do the same, helping fundraising teams to be more persuasive so that they can continue to fulfill their missions. So that's what I do today. Sales training throughout all those things, and then, of course, right here on the Persuasion School podcast, where I usually share one bite-sized piece of content at a time, one method, one principle, easily digestible, and something that you can take away uh, and start using immediately in your communication. So, jumping back into the episode, I'm going to just uh, start it right now with uh, my interview with Mike again. This is part one of three where we discuss the basics of selling. Hope you enjoy.
1: For everybody listening, this is Mike Weinberg. Mike is a, an author and a salesperson and a sales consultant, and he's written many best-selling sales books. A couple of them have been uh, on the top of my personal favorite list, like Sales Management Simplified and Sales Truth. And so, Mike, can you just explain briefly what you do now and how many books you've written, and what are some of the best sellers?
2: Yeah, you're you're kind. It's not as many as I think maybe you, you feel it is. It's a it's a small handful. Um, I love what I'm doing, Jake, and I can't believe it took me. I've been doing it in this format for for almost 10 years. So I, I can't believe I was in my, my mid 40s by the time I figured out this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. But what I do, and I'll, I'll answer it more in the way that I, I would coach a salesperson, it's my why, right? And, and my passion is helping salespeople and sales teams win more new sales. That's why I do what I do. It's why I get out of bed in the morning for at least for business reasons, that and to make a living, right? Yeah. And, and it, it plays this all out in a couple of ways. I, I, I work with salespeople and sales teams helping them become more effective at winning new sales, at developing new business. There's a whole lot of people in sales that are great at many aspects of selling, technical, relational, service. Um, They're good at fulfilling demand, good at account management, not so good at hunting, uh, bringing in significant new business.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and you mentioned something in sales truth that really stood out to me as soon as I started it. And it was something to the effect in the beginning of the book where you're talking about how a lot of these people out there online are saying old school sales principles are dead for the most part. You talk about how you disagree, And really, the main problem is a lack of execution on the basics. And so I immediately wrote that down when listening to it because I am a diehard Zig Ziglar fan and a lot of those old old school sales principles. And I know things have certainly changed, but the principles, I think, are timeless. And so I wanted to just ask you for, for newer salespeople that are listening to this, you say it comes down to a lack of execution on the basics. What are some of those basics that you're referencing?
2: Yeah, first of all, I, I almost don't want to talk after your setup. I, I think you said it perfectly. It doesn't need any editorial comment. It's the basics. And I love that you brought up Zig Ziglar. And I still listen to some Brian Tracy stuff. And I nice. quote him in one of my workshops. Those guys knew what they were doing. And yes, things have changed. But the truths are still the truths. And some of the basics that we've gotten away from, I'll, I'll give you one example. It's, it's strategic targeting. I see so many salespeople that live in autopilot mode. They're just they're like they clicked on the cruise control and they come in every day and they, they put their head down in the CRM and they go through overdue tasks. But they're, they've disconnected their thinking from their calendar and they're not necessarily spending time with growable accounts or the ideal profile prospects. They're just They're just running through the motions. If they're, if they're a salesperson that manages a territory or an existing book of business, say an insurance agent, they, they worry about renewals, they worry about account maintenance, they do service. And like as a hobby, in their spare time, they look to pick up some new new accounts. It never works that way. Like You have to be really strategic and really intentional about whose business you want. The number one reason salespeople don't pick up more new sales is because they don't spend enough time selling, which it sounds crazy, that I, and I can't believe I get paid to tell executives that, but... <laughs> the basics i mean let's talk about your calendar and time blocking and getting out of your email inbox or playing on linkedin all day long or checking your apple stock or whatever the diversion or distraction is that keeps you from proactively and that's the word proactively spending time with strategic target accounts both global existing customers and then non-customers prospects and and right there i mean we could we could increase sales if we never even coach people on their sales story and on how to prospect, and how to conduct a consultative sales call, and we just got them focused on the right accounts, and they spend more time talking to those people. Even an average talented salesperson with average sales skills would create more opportunities, fill the funnel, close more business. Because if you're talking to the right people that have the need for which you have a likely solution, good things happen. And that's why I call the book Simplified, right? It's just not that complicated. Now, if you upgrade, your, I'll I'll keep going on some of the other fundamentals. If you upgrade upgrade your story, right? And you can actually speak in a way that gets the attention of your prospect or your customer because you lead with their issues and their desired outcomes. Instead of saying, we do this, we do that. We're so big, we're so great. Let me tell you about our history and how long I've worked here. If instead you talked about, the issues you address, the problems that you solve for prospects, the the pains you remove, the better results you help them achieve. If our message led with those things, that's my favorite sales topic. It's amazing what happens when you prospect. Instead of you getting the Heisman, you know, the stiff arm, they're like, hey, you help people like me and companies like mine with those issues. I got those issues. Let's talk. So that's a key fundamental of the story. And then really the other two are prospecting, what you do to get a meeting, And then actually conducting an effective early stage discovery consultative meeting, a sales call, if you will. And I'm shocked at how little training goes on and how how poorly most salespeople structure that conversation. So they end up doing the show up and throw up or the spray and pray. They talk two thirds of the time. Uh, They don't ask good questions. They don't flesh out objections. They don't define next steps. And they want to know why their opportunities don't advance. I'm like, well, because you run crappy sales calls. So there's a, thanks for the chance to do a little mini sermon there, but those are the basics, right? Everybody wants to talk about advanced, like, you know, master's level, graduate level uh, sales techniques. If we would just sharpen the stuff I just talked about in the last couple minutes, I wouldn't even have a business anymore. Like sales would go up everywhere.
1: You're absolutely right. And it's something that i think about a lot when i talk to people today in terms of what they're doing like what their sales teams are doing to help expand the business or business development a lot of times they'll come back and say oh you mean our crm like what how, what our crm is like i'm like no not your crm but your actual ability to communicate with prospects and close the deal and it seems like so many people today are just order takers and you're just you're leaning on this ratio, and you're just plowing through all the leads, and, and it's kind of like a numbers game. And to a degree, it will always be a numbers game, but I think a lot of people fail to realize you can improve that ratio by becoming a more persuasive individual, just doing your job better, man. Executing on those, those basics there. So yeah,
2: it's both. It's both, you know. And I, I, I bristle when I hear someone say sales is a numbers game because I'm like you. I'm a proud salesperson. At the same time, sales is a numbers game. It's both. It's not or. It's quality mm-hmm. right. and it's quantity. They go together. They're not mutually exclusive. You you can do both. And you're right. There's a, there's this disconnect with technology today. Um, we think if we have the right tech stack, you know, and that's a new phrase, right? We weren't talking about tech stacks three years ago. It's every plug in something else. You know, mm-hmm. a few years ago it was one thing, and then it was account based marketing and account based selling. And today we're talking about this and cadence and sequencing and automation. And it always comes back to the basics. Do you have a good list? Do you have a good story? Can you get a meeting? Can you run a meeting? Do you own your calendar? Do you manage your pipeline? And it's amazing the sales lift we can create with an individual or a team if we get focused on those things.
0: There you have it, the basics of selling. Those five things are crucial if you're looking to be more successful. Do you have a good list? Do you have a good story? Can you get a meeting? Can you run a meeting? Entirely different. And finally, do you own your calendar? I love that. Hopefully this episode was helpful to you. I've got two more coming down the pipeline from my interview with Mike. Would encourage you to try these five things if you're not currently focused on one or more of them. Try switching it up. Focus on these five. Nail down the basics so you can be more effective, so you can be more persuasive. And that's gonna to lead to more dollars in your pocket or for your organization's pocket uh, or for your campaign's pocket, depending on what it is you are aiming for. But I hope this was helpful. Give these five things a shot. Always feel free to reach out to me directly as well. Uh, Instagram is probably the best best place to catch me. And it's just at it's Jake Savage. You can send me a DM. I always respond. Uh, unless it's spam and you can send me an email as well jake at jakesavage.co thanks